Hey listeners, welcome back to our last episode of this series. We are talking about, nope, that is not what it means in our series. And this episode, we're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI, for all of you acronym favorites. So Michelle, how do people get this wrong? Like, I, I don't understand how DEI is such um, an area that people get confused. You know what? I... Um, have so much to say about DEI. I need to focus here um, and keep it on track. I think, I think the confusion more comes into how and why DEI is important. And in the event that that doesn't make sense, let me provide some examples. So, first of all, if I were given my choices. There are lots of things in the world of HR that I would give different names, like performance management. I'd be like, clearly that's confusing. Let's just don't call it that. D and I, I would change that as well to just like, at least backwards, inclusion, equity, and diversity. Because I think what happens, particularly with leaders who are not diverse, is it becomes a threshold or a number or the token one. Like I have to have this, this many blank to meet a status quo expectation of diversity, right? So we get so hung up on that idea that if I have different people, or people who are different, then I am successfully deploying diversity within my organization. And yes, it is about diversity, but diversity is useless without the inclusion and the equality. I think one of my favorite, um, and I wish, maybe you can Google it and tell me who said it first, One of my favorite examples about the difference between diversity and inclusion was diversity is when everybody gets invited to the dance and inclusion is being asked to dance. So everybody's allowed through the door. That's great. But everybody is not allowed to be who they truly are. They're not asked to participate. They're not valued for the things that make them unique or different, which is the entire reason that you should have diversity in the first place. I think one, Verna Myers. So um, she probably said it a little more eloquently than I did but give her the credit for that. The entire point of diversity in a work environment is to bring people's differences. And if you're not going to do that, then why are you bothering with a number in the first place? Because you're not accomplishing the goal. And I think this, that's where it was. I think this one kind of basic idea can filter through any of the concepts that are mis, 
used or misapplied in the workforce is that a lot of this starts with not being explained well in the first place. Okay, I was a bit on my soapbox there. Here's where I feel like there's another pretty big challenge when it comes to the way DEI is done in the workforce and why it's misused or misunderstood. The other big challenge is that we don't address the expectations from top down. We don't align the language. We don't look at where biases still continue to happen or show up in the workforce. And we've, we don't today, nor have we ever expected people to have to be uncomfortable and have truthful conversations. And we will never get to a place of equity and inclusion until people can get comfortable being uncomfortable. And when I say people, I am referring to white people, the majority in most leadership roles in the United States of America. We hold the power. We're the ones that don't allow the discomfort to the people like us. And without the willingness to address the truth, it's not going to change. So I feel like what has become, and it is changing, we've talked about that on several podcasts, is we're starting to see that the lip service that we're going to change isn't enough anymore, but it hasn't changed. We still see organizations that aren't willing to get uncomfortable and they're not willing to sit in a place where they recognize the injustice that they've put on another person or another group of people just because of a stereotype. We're still a society who encourages people who don't have white sounding names like Michelle or Betty or Amanda to put initials on their resume instead of their actual name because they don't want to be excluded at step one in the recruiting process because their name is not common for the recruiter that is looking at them or the hiring manager, right? There are things that are changing, but they are not enough. For me, what drives a lot of that is the whole word diversity in the beginning, because we can simply say the expectation from the government, from the organization, is that we have 10% diversity in our leadership roles. Bam, I hit a number. I'm a diverse organization. Go me. So for me, that's where part of it comes down to. And I know we've said that in every one of these series. We've talked about how getting hung up on a metric 
keeps you from focusing on the purpose or the intent behind the metric in the first place. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a couple of things, right? The three words in itself, diversity, equity, and inclusion can be very confusing, right? So when you think about diversity, you're like, okay, as an organization, we're going to focus on our senior leadership team and making sure that we have a specific race in that senior leadership um, organization, right? So we're going to focus on that, right? Why? Why are you focusing on a number? Look for the candidate, right? And make sure you're doing that all over the board all the time. Like you shouldn't have to be like, hmm, we've got 99% white males on our senior leadership team. We should probably, because this is a hot topic, focus on bringing one diverse candidate into this mix. What? That shouldn't even be how you start the conversation. And I agree with Michelle. I think it really, when we think about diversity, we think about race. And it's so much more than that. It's diversity of thought. It's diversity of, of, of discussions, right? Mind, body, and soul. It's all of it, right? It doesn't just have to be a race or a gender. So I want to get that perception out of individual's mind. And I think Michelle hit it on the head. I think until we become comfortable being uncomfortable, it's not going to happen. It's really, there's not going to be movement in this area. And I think that's going to be the critical thing in, for each leader and businesses is to be comfortable being uncomfortable. There are books out there. I know we've talked about Emmanuel Alcho's um, Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man. He just released another book, Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Boy, I think it is, or something like that. Um, so I encourage readers, uh, you know, listeners to go out there and take a look at some of the resources. Um, You know, I think Marcellus Wiley also um, published a couple of things. So, you know, I've been following a number of individuals and just following their stories and their journeys uh, and and their journey throughout the last couple of years. And I think it's really critical for us to focus and have conversations around this. But diversity at the end of the day is not just about race and age or gender. So get that out of your mind. It's really about so much more than that and taking it to the next level. Equity. Wow. That entire word can be really interesting to have a conversation about, Michelle. (laughs) Does that mean everybody has equality? Like, Right. And then a lot of people, when it comes to the idea of equity, we immediately jump to pay more often, right? And so then it, I mean, like, it doesn't matter how you frame this. There's always someone in the room that goes, but people perform differently. They should have get paid different amounts of money. We are not suggesting that a recent college grad with zero performance or zero experience in the field of their education who is a Hispanic female makes the exact same money today that a white woman who has been with the same company for three years has the same educational background and then worked for another company before that. So like I struggle with the fact that people get latched onto that, that kind of common definition of something and then you can't get them to think past that to understand what it's all about so 
We're not saying that every single employee in your company with the same title should be paid the same dollar amount at this moment. It's true. It's so much more of a discussion surrounding that. But again, I I think it's super critical to have these discussions and inclusion. Right. Now, I will say that what we are saying is, um, and this is why you've got to have that discussion, Maria. What we are saying is that what the facts show us is that minorities with the same education and experience as white men are typically hired at less an amount. Like we're talking, if I'm talking very similar experience, very similar education, new to company, more often than not, the minority will be hired less financially than that white person. So I am saying you need to have the discussion and look at your pay practices, but I am not suggesting that you just look blanket across the world and say everybody makes X amount of money. I agree. I think it's it's so much more of a discussion. And I know we don't need to like talk about the actual practices in there. We're talking about the words and really what they mean. And I think as leaders, you need to help define, you know, obviously what that's going to mean in your organization, how you're going to apply it. Actually, it shouldn't actually be different in every organization, but I think a little bit about how your current organization is structured and how you pivot to align those concepts are going to be different on on what you have to do, right? If you have 90% of a, you know, white male population, there's going to be different things you're going to do and pivot from than somebody that let's say has 90% different from race, gender, right? Diversity of thought, different practices in place, um, different compensation, different ways that they create an inclusive environment. So I think um, there's so much more than that. It's how you're going to pivot that's going to take that even a step further. And talk about things other than pay. Talk about promotional opportunities. Talk about growth. Talk about who you're bringing in. Talk about what roles they have within the organization. Do you have equity within the decision-making role? So it really is looking at all of it if you're going to apply this effectively in your organization. And then Maria, to your point, it's getting us all aligned in the organization with the same language and the same philosophy around that word. If every leader is not aligned, you're going to end up with those hot spots or those toxic departments that you continue to struggle with. And you know what? Bad things grow a lot faster than good things. I wish it wasn't true but it is. So um, if you have problem spots in your in your company, they're probably going to expand beyond that one department. It's true. So any other tips of advice, Michelle, for everyone? I mean, I think that's really what I, I think are the are going to be the most critical points for people to focus on, right? And this whole concept of everything. I don't think really, I mean, start with the foundation of the words, understanding, meaning, and how you're going to 
apply the principal changes within the organization and take that to the next level. But take time, create the uncomfortableness, whatever it is. Yeah. Be okay with that uncomfortableness. It's okay to say, I'm sorry that that was your experience. That sucks. It's also okay to say, I want to be here to support you to keep that from happening in the future. But you got to be prepared for that. So that that would be my advice is start to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And if as a leader, you're confused about what your organization is asking you to do from a DEI perspective, start asking tough questions. Um, go to your leaders and say, what does this mean here? We can give you blanket examples of what it should mean everywhere. Like Maria said, the definition should not be different, but your individual leaders need to get the language that's aligned. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Focus on your initiatives. I'm going to like tie this all up. I think at the end of the day, we need to focus on making sure that we get like our words right and we know the meaning of everything that we're applying in our organization. And it's so funny how many individuals in an organization aren't even aware about what's transpiring amongst their team. So amongst the words that they're using and how they're actually applying some of these principles. So I think that's critical for everyone. So if you have one thing to take away, make sure that you, there's so many more words and phrases and situations and organizations where we're not applying the right principles down to the words uh, and the meaning and supporting that, right? So we need to make sure that we're taking that a step further elevating ourselves, elevate our games, focus on that. Take care, everyone. Till next time. 